0: and welcome to the Activism Meet Impact podcast. This month, we're learning about the problem of plastic waste and how we can be a part of the solution. This week, Emma wrote about the zero waste movement. Our individual actions really are important, but it's all the more important that we're acting together. Today on the podcast, a few members of our Novel Hand team are sharing some of the sustainable swaps that they've made and how you can implement those changes in your life as well.
1: Hey, my name is Grace Adcox. I'm the refugees and migration editor for Novel Hand and also contribute to a lot of different topics. Outside of Novel Hand, I just finished my master's in political science at Vanderbilt, where I study refugees. um, And so I'm on the job market right now. But I have been trying to reduce my plastic consumption for the last few years. Um, It kind of started from me working in the greenhouses, actually, at Vanderbilt um, as an undergrad. Um, and thinking more critically about how I engage with the environment and, um, you know, whether that meant that I reused my Starbucks cups for propagating plants or, um, you know, participating more thoughtfully in recycling programs. That's really what has driven me to start um, thinking more critically about my plastic consumption. And I have to say, like... (laughs) I would love to to say that i've been entirely successful but there are a lot of challenges one of the things for me that's really stood out is learning more about the seven main types of of plastics um, and realizing that only the the hdpe plastics are are highly recyclable and the rest are, are going to have much more difficulties with being recycled you know thinking about how you have to wash things out before you you toss them in the recycling bin or making sure that your city actually does um, recycle certain types of plastic is, is kind of difficult, especially in a city like Nashville where recycling isn't a service that necessarily everyone has access to. My apartment building, for example, doesn't um, offer any recycling. So if I want to recycle, I gather everything in my apartment and take it to campus actually which um, can also be sort of a, a deterrent because sometimes I look at my box of cardboard and think, oh, maybe I could just throw it away this month and it wouldn't matter. But it's actually really difficult to um, think about plastic consumption. Um, and even outside of that, I have been thinking more about, you know, do I really need to purchase things that are packaged in plastic? Um, and that kind of started, there's an article on Novel Hand about Blue Land, which does glass um, soaps and cleaning products, and so I've started subscribing to them. Even when they ship you um, their products, it comes in entirely recyclable packaging, which I really think is so cool. Outside of that, I also think that um, some of the non-plastic alternatives uh, for hair care products are even really useful, although it's taken me a little bit of time to actually decide, like, is it worth it to um, move to a soap bar or a conditioning bar rather than the liquids that I'm so used to. So it's definitely a challenge. Um, and I'm, I'm working on it more. My next goal is to move more to glass bottles and um, just go to the, the refill stores because I think that um, having access to, to something like that would encourage me more to avoid some of the plastic products at you know your regular supermarket or convenience store like Target that, that are much easier to buy.
2: Thanks. Hey my name is Emma Fagan and I am the environment and sustainability editor here at Novel Hand. Outside of Novel Hand, I'm also an undergraduate student at Vanderbilt University, where I study earth and environmental sciences and political science. I think my journey with plastic waste has been kind of a lot of ups and downs. Um, Growing up, I was always inspired by my mom, um, just because the local grocery store we shop at has always incentivized bringing reusable bags. So growing up, we always shopped with our own bags. We never really used plastic bags unless it was absolutely necessary. So my mom keeps extra bags in the car all the time. That's just what we do and remember to do at the store. Um, Lately though, it's been a challenge because our state has banned single use plastic bags. And so remembering those same reusable bags when you go to buy clothing or something that's not a grocery store um, can be more of a challenge because we're not automatically used to that. It's kind of more of an autopilot feature. Um, Additionally, when I went off to college, you know, I brought a couple reusable bags with me, but I didn't have a car to keep them in. Um, And so they would sit in my desk and I'd go to the store and then only when I was checking out realized that I had forgotten them in my dorm room. So I think the biggest challenge for me um, in trying to reduce plastic waste consumption is just remembering often if I'm, you know, out and about at a restaurant and Someone hands me my drink and they hand me a plastic straw right there with the drink. I grab it and then only seconds later realize, oh, I didn't need that plastic straw. (laughs) Um, So I think it's a lot of training myself or retraining myself, I guess, um, to develop those new habits of relying on reusable and sustainable um, tools like bags and straws and not um, just kind of autopiloting and going for what is handed right there to me. Um, Additionally, I think incentives like plastic bag taxes, um, straw bans, or having straws available upon request for those who do need them, are very good incentives because, you know, having that extra five cents, or would you like a bag for five cents, Um, having people ask you that at the checkout is always a little bit of a stop, a moment to stop and check yourself and go, oh, no, not really, I don't really need a bag, do I? And so you can just, you know, carry your items out or remember that you had a reusable bag sitting there in your purse and go ahead and reach for that. Um, But yeah, I think just being a college student has definitely led me to realize how much plastic I have to rely on, um, or at least I feel like I have to just because everything is so temporary. Um, When you're, you know, a college student bouncing around from dorm to dorm every year, um, always moving and on the go and never really having time to or at least even access to um, ways to use reusable drinkware or reusable straws or bags and things like that. Yeah, it's just usually been a process of retraining my brain to rely on reusable things again. I think overall, though, the most inspiring thing for me is just the people who I live with. Uh, When other people around me have sustainable habits um, or habits that, you know, ways they've gone zero waste in their own lives already, I'm able to see that And adapt to it so you know my roommate this summer we lived really far from any sort of coffee shop or smoothie shop so anything I had made had to be made at home and my roommate had a set of silicone straws just in the drawer and that was normal so I never used a plastic straw um, over the summer that I had to dispose of I just always made my own drinks at home and took them to work with me and um, if I wanted a smoothie after a workout I could do that too Um, But it was all just sustainable. So, you know, whether it's my mom or my roommates or just someone else in my life, um, I think looking to ways that other people have been sustainable around me and done it successfully is just always the most inspiring and accessible thing.
0: All right. Hey, everyone. I'm back. It's Alexa. You know me as the founder and editor of Novel Hand. I graduated from Vanderbilt in 2020. Uh, Like Grace, I've been working for the past year and also doing Novel Hand, and I am starting law school this fall here in Austin, Texas. I loved getting to listen to what Grace and Emma said about their sustainable swaps. I'm totally with grace on the transition to different types of shampoo and conditioner. I actually started using bar shampoo this summer and now have gotten into bar um, conditioner as well. I love it because It actually lasts longer than bottles of shampoo and conditioner, and it's just super easy to use. You don't have to open anything in the shower. It's one of those sustainable swaps, one of those plastic-free swaps that is actually easier than the plastic alternative, which is not always the case, I'll be honest. Um, Love what Emma said about practicing plastic-free, you know, swaps and things like that in community. I think when you're living with other people, you definitely kind of notice their habits and um, either they're influencing you or you're influencing them. Um, And as I moved and have new roommates now, I've been thinking a lot about how can I reduce my plastic waste. I've been, you know, sharing about that a little bit through my series, Alexa in ATX, but... You know, I'm also thinking about, you know, the amount of plastic that we're throwing away each week. I really want to explore how the city of Austin... You know, does recycle different types of plastic and if they do, and sort of what that process looks like. But one of the sustainability swaps that I've made recently that I have actually really enjoyed is using a reusable razor. So you know, ever since I like you know started shaving as a young woman, I've just used disposable razors or you know that are made from plastic, and um, you know, that creates a lot of of plastic waste. Um, with each razor that you're using, even if, you know, you reuse the disposable ones, um, you're throwing them away and buying new ones. And it's it's pretty unsustainable and actually requires you to continue buying new razors all the time. They really lock you in. And earlier this year, I had thought about getting um, the type where you have a handle and then replace the head. You know, I get the ads on Instagram for Billy and things like that and heard great things. They're like, oh, closest shave ever. It has five blades, which like... Five blades—that's a lot. Um, so it must really work. But um, then, as I was looking online and thinking, you know, what is the most sustainable thing that I could do? I was still uncertain because, you know, you get the new head for the razor, and so you still have to continue throwing away those heads that have metal and plastic in them. Um, and so I actually ended up switching to a safety razor. And basically, what that basically what that means is that I have um, a metal razor, and then the only thing that I replace is literally the metal razor it the top basically twists off and I can put on um, the blade and then you know replace the blade and I can recycle those blades because they're just metal and that has actually been an awesome switch because I know that I'm reusing literally everything I can and then I can just buy those blades in bulk pretty cheap you know I have like a pack of like a hundred so those will last me. A while. And, you know, there's no plastic involved. Even um, the shipping that it came in was was cardboard. And so that is one switch that I haven't heard as much about and maybe isn't, you know, quite as Instagrammable as straws or reusable bags, but has been really effective for me. And it's something I use literally every day. Um, So that's been a huge switch for me. And also just thinking more about when I'm at the grocery store, how can I, you know, buy produce and things like that that I buy on a weekly basis um, with less plastic packaging. And so that's a huge one for me that I'm trying to move into. And that, you know, relates to a lot of other things such as local sustainability and farming and food accessibility and food waste and things like that. So excited to continue exploring that through Alexa and ATX, and I'm really grateful for how Emma's series this month has, uh, has just challenged me to think about plastic waste in my own life, but also in community with the people I live with and the surrounding city. And that is the end of today's podcast episode. Thank you so much for listening. Um, I hope you learned something from this episode and can take that into your own life as you're thinking about your practices and how you, you know, maybe contribute to plastic waste. If you learned something from this episode, we hope that you will. Follow, subscribe, and rate us five stars on Apple Podcasts. Um, give us all those good reviews so that other people can learn from us as well. If you're looking for more ways to reduce your plastic waste, I would highly recommend heading over to www.impactful with two L's.novelhand.com. We have a few impact buttons there that will give you other ways to reduce your plastic waste including two apps that help can help you track your plastic waste um, learn more about uh, plastic recycling in your area and then also be a part of that larger scale change so that plastic isn't even being produced and added to the environment in the first place so you're really going to want to check that out if if this has piqued your interest and if you want to learn more and continue you know integrating this into your own life thanks so much and check back next wednesday for a new episode